Welcome, my friends, to the Power of You podcast. My name is Ashley Ta. I am a mother of three, an army wife, an entrepreneur, and my hopes with this podcast is to truly show you the power of you and to show you how magical you are in this very moment. I am so happy that you're here, and I cannot wait to dive into today's episode. So let's go. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the final episode of The Power of You for the year of 2023. Can you believe that we are just a few days away from 2024? And I don't know about you, but I am personally so excited to see what this new year brings and have already been mapping out my own goals and intentions for the year of 2024. And while I was actually just sitting here looking at my goals, I decided this would actually be the perfect podcast episode to end this year with. Because I have been setting New Year's goals and resolutions for myself now for almost 10 years, which is so crazy to say. And I know that planning for the new year and creating sustainable goals, because that's what we want, something that is sustainable, and even habits require a thoughtful and even strategic approach. So in this episode, I want to share some strategic steps and even some tips to help you successfully plan out and map your goals for the new year. So the first thing that I always like to do before I go to plan for my new year is I actually like to take some time to reflect on the past year because I believe that it's super important to reflect on your year. So looking at 2023 and actually celebrate your accomplishments as well as looking at what challenges you have faced as well as looking at the areas that you do feel like you can improve in moving forward. And when you are doing this reflection, really consider what has worked for you as far as working towards your goals and even what hasn't worked for you. This part of your reflection is also important because it will help provide you with insights that can then help guide you in your goal setting process for the new year. And side note, just because I'm thinking of something else to share on this now, but something that I did this year that I haven't really shared much about is I actually invested in my own business coach and something that she just shared with me the last few weeks was when it comes to finishing the year strong and really taking the time to reflect on your accomplishments and even your successes, it is so powerful to actually sit down and make a celebration list. And I have actually never done that before. And I have always kind of thought, okay, like these are the things that I accomplished this year. But taking the time to actually write them down was so awesome because in my mind, I think about it. I'm like, you know, I I did a couple things. I created this podcast. I finally started my coaching business. But then when I actually sat down and put the pen to the paper and I really thought about the things that I accomplished this year and the things that I wanted to do, but I was afraid to do that I actually did. And I really got that list going. It was so cool to visually see that on paper. So When it comes to reflecting on your accomplishments and the things that you achieved this year, that could be another really cool and powerful tool for you if you want to sit down with a piece of paper and a pen and just let your accomplishments flow on paper for you to actually see. So just thought since I was thinking of that, I would share that with you too. So anyways, moving on. When it comes to 
planning and preparing for the new year and you're sitting down and you're actually creating a bunch of goals and intentions or resolutions, it is very important that when you are setting those goals that you keep those goals smart. And what do I mean by that? Smart goals are actually an acronym. So the S stands for specific, M is measurable, A is achievable, R is relevant, and T is time-bound. So when I'm talking about SMART goals, this is how each of those different components breaks down and is explained. So when you are setting your goals, keep these things in mind. So first is specific, and a specific goal is clear and well-defined. It answers the question of who, what, where, when, and why. So instead of a vague goal like, I want to exercise more, a specific goal would be defined as go for a 30-minute walk five times a week. So that is clear and well-defined. So making sure that your goals are super duper clear is the key, okay? So next is measurable. A measurable goal allows you to track your progress and determines if you have achieved it. So it includes specific criteria and indicators that can be measured. So for example, instead of saying, I just want to save money this year, a measurable goal would be, I want to save $500 a month. Okay, next is achievable. Achievable goal is realistic and is within your reach and take into consideration things like your resources, your skills, and even circumstances. So setting an achievable goal means it is challenging, but it is still attainable. So for example, if you are a beginner runner, like myself, an achievable goal might be to complete a 5k race within three months rather than aiming for a marathon. So start small, work your way up, which actually is a goal of mine in 2024. I have on my goal list, I want to run a 5k. So wish me luck. (laughs) Um, But next is relevant. A relevant goal aligns with your values and interests and overall objectives. So it should be a meaningful and significant goal to you. And it's important to ensure that the goal you set contributes to your long-term visions and even the commitments you have to yourself, okay? So for example, if your long-term goal is to start a business, a relevant goal for that might be to complete a business course or to even start developing a business plan. Yes. Last but not least is time-bound. A time-bound goal has a specific time frame or even a deadline. This creates a sense of urgency and helps you to stay focused and motivated to accomplish that goal. So instead of saying, um, I want to learn to play the guitar, A time-bound goal would be to practice the guitar for 30 minutes every day for six months. And no, the guitar is actually not a current goal of mine. However, I've always been very jealous of people who can play the guitar because I think that's just so cool. Um, But anyways, um, incorporating these smart elements into your goal-setting process, you will actually increase the likelihood of success, as well as helps create a crystal clear roadmap for you when it comes to achieving your goals. So keeping that SMART system in mind when you are setting your goals is definitely something to take into consideration. And something else I talk about a lot in my coaching program is 
taking your goals that you set for yourself, so all of those goals that you set with the SMART goal system in mind, taking all of those and allowing yourself to break them down into smaller bite-sized steps to make them more manageable and even trackable. But another tip that I also want to share with you when it comes to planning out your goals for the new year is making sure that you are prioritizing sustainability, okay? And what I mean by that is, Focusing on creating sustainable goals and habits that can be maintained over a long period of time. So that means avoid setting goals that are too restrictive or even unrealistic as those types of goals can lead to burnout, overwhelm, and even frustration. So instead, aim for gradual and sustainable changes that can be lasting habits, meaning Your changes don't have to happen all at once. They are allowed to happen gradually and in small baby steps. And I think that's the piece that a lot of people just want to jump into straight away, especially out the gate. I talked about it in my last podcast episode where we are in that January 1st new energy and we're so excited to just jump in. That's the part where people tend to experience that overwhelm or that frustration or start to feel burnt out because they're taking on too much too soon and when you are going to create habits or create changes that you want to last when you go to create habits and intentions and goals for yourself that you want to be long term it is so important to not bite off too much too soon and it is okay to start small. And I have mentioned this in a podcast episode before, and I've used the analogy about learning to swim. And when you're learning to swim, you don't just go jump into the deep end. If you've never been in a pool before, you don't just go toss yourself into the deep end and pray for the best, right? You start on the shallow side, you dip your toe in, you get a feel for it, you practice in the shallow side before you head over to the deep end, okay? And you need to allow yourself to approach your goals and your habits the exact same way. Allow yourself to start small so that you don't have to experience that overwhelm or that frustration or even that burnout. And so that the goals and the habits that you create are something that you can continue to build upon and build upon. And it's not going to be something where you tell yourself, oh my gosh, this is too hard and you just throw your hands up and quit. So slow and steady, is the key here. Gradual is the key here. Small baby steps is the key here. Okay? Awesome. Okay. Next piece to the puzzle is to create an action plan. So once you have set your goals, it's time to create a detailed action plan to guide your journey. So that means break down each goal into specific action steps and set deadlines for each step. And this is super important when it comes to planning out your goals, because without this action step, you won't have a clear guide to actually getting started. So once you get all those goals laid out that you want, make sure that you're setting an action step for yourself to get started. So for example, I will read you the three fitness goals that I set for myself for 2024 and share the action steps that I have included to make sure that these things happen for myself. So the first one is run a 5k and my action step is to start incline walking or running on the treadmill three to four times a week and also research when and where 
and put it on the calendar as a focus date. So I'm going to find a 5K in my area and I'm going to select a date. I'm actually going to register for it and put it on my calendar so I have something to focus on. So in order to feel like I'm ready for my 5K, I'm going to walk or run on the incline on the treadmill. This is also going to help me in my next goal, which is climb the Manitou incline. We are in Colorado and I keep hearing that I need to go do this because it is a huge, huge incline staircase and it's super challenging. And when I first got here, there was no way because I was not used to the elevation. But with this goal of running my 5k and including my incline walk and running on the treadmill three to four times a week, I feel like that will also help contribute to the fact that I want to go do this incline and I have an action step of just schedule it and do it. So I'm going to also pick a date on my calendar that I can focus on and say, okay, this is the date that I'm going. So uh, I have a few people in mind here that I'm going to have come with me for that support and because they say they want to do it too. So that is another fitness goal that I have. And my third fitness goal is dumbbell chest press 50 pounds. And my action step is to focus on my strength training four to five times a week. And that is definitely something that I feel is going to be a challenge for me, but is also something that can be attainable for me. So that is what I mean when I say list out your action steps. What is it that you're going to do to help you get started in achieving that goal? So the next tip that I have for planning and creating your goals is to track your progress. And this is great for when you do make it through the year and you want to circle back and evaluate what worked and what didn't work and even what you can celebrate. So by regularly tracking your progress, you will also help yourself stay accountable and motivated through your journey. And when it comes to tracking, you can use a journal or even a habit tracker. If you're looking for a good habit tracker, I would love to suggest my Make It Happen Girl planner slash tracker because there is a space for just about everything in there to help you keep track of your workouts, your meals, your current goals, as well as even a place for you to do your daily brain dump and even a place for you to do your mental health check-ins, which we are going to do regularly in 2024, yes. Yes, we are. Um, if you're interested in that, I have that over on Amazon. And if you're interested in checking that out or even using and implementing that in your new year, I will leave the link for that down in the show notes below. Um, another tip that I have for you when it comes to setting and creating your goals for the new year is to seek support and accountability. And I cannot stress this enough because something that I personally did before I even started my own journey in 2014 was I created goals and intentions for myself in 2013 to, you know, lose the weight and get healthy and start focusing on my physical and mental health. And I never told anybody, I kind of kept it to myself. And I feel like I was doing that because I was avoiding that accountability. And I was avoiding, you know, having to tell people so that they could also keep me accountable. So being able to share your goals and aspirations with supportive friends, family, or even mentors, you can actually even consider finding an accountability partner or joining a community of like-minded individuals who can help provide guidance and motivation and even support through your journey. And if you're looking for a good supportive group of like-minded individuals, I'm actually running my Transform in Four Group coaching program one more time in January. So starting January 1st, we're coming up on it really quickly here. I will be starting this four week group coaching program where I am going to be personally working with a group of ladies 
who are looking to commit to themselves in 2024 and who are looking to create consistency in their habits and their routines and who are looking to ditch that all or nothing mindset and who are looking to learn about how to self-motivate when their motivation isn't at its highest and who are looking to overcome setbacks as setbacks do happen very often in our journey and who are looking to stop self-sabotaging in 2024 and actually start building a solid foundation that you can continue to build upon. So like I said, I have some availability in that group. If this sounds like something that you would want to be a part of, please feel free to DM me on Instagram. And if you need my Instagram, I will also include that in the show notes below as well. But you can definitely message me there for more information on how to join that group. But I do strongly feel like a group setting where you do have that full support and accountability is definitely a game changer when it comes to sticking to your plans and your intentions in the new year. My last tip or maybe piece of advice that I want you to take away from this episode, especially when you are reflecting on your year and are going into creating new goals and intentions for yourself in the new year is that setbacks happen. Okay, and let me say that again, setbacks happen. And if you're looking at your year and you're noticing, wow, I really encountered a lot of setbacks this year. I want you to give yourself some grace. And I want you to remember that setbacks are a natural part of any journey. And if you did experience a setback or encounter some obstacles or challenges this year, I want you to use those as opportunities for learning and growth. And I want you to be kind to yourself as you reevaluate what worked and what didn't. And then adjust your goals or actions accordingly. It's also important to remember that you have to stay flexible and be able to adapt, especially as we get into the new year and life happens and things are thrown our way and we find that our original goals are not going as planned. We need to allow ourselves to stay flexible in our approach and adapt when needed because life circumstances may change. And what works for you at one point may need to be changed or adapted to in the future. So embrace that flexibility and be willing to make adjustments to ensure that your goals remain relevant and achievable. But anyways, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to my very last episode of 2023. I hope that these tips will be helpful for you when it comes to setting your own goals and intentions going into 2024. And like I said, if you are interested in working with me in 2024, come find me on Instagram. I will include my Instagram handle below in the show notes. And I would love to chat more with you if that is something that you are interested in. But again, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate all the love and support this year on my podcast. And remember... Take care of yourself from the inside out. I will see you in 2024.